We, the citizens of the city of Billings, for the purpose of establishing a just form of fundamental law, one that is responsible to the public for providing equal and adequate services and protections with efficient use of the community's revenue for all, one that provides for self-governing powers with respect to health, safety, and welfare of every citizen, and one that utilizes the utmost flexibility to plan for the future, do establish this charter for the city of Billings of the state of Montana. The Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. What is going on? Hi, Stout. Hey, how are you, Stucky? I'm doing, I'm doing, man. Yeah, it's been a great day, huh? Sure has. It's uh, good, I'm happy to hear it. A lot of it. stuff happened. Yeah? Went to the dump today. How was that? Dumpy. Depressing? No, I kind of like the dump. I always like going to the dump. Mm-hmm. Even as a kid, I love going to the dump. I am right there with you, brother. I'm. A, I'm. A, it all, I don't let myself think about it too much while I'm there. Think about yeah, what? Just all the, dump? the waste and just put it in the dirt and cover it up and pretend it never happened. Well, but there's cool shit there and it's fun to see. Yeah, they got a lot more uh, screening stuff now. Yeah. Um. So when you come to the jump, they don't just send you directly to section four. Yep. That's once uh, you're a business and they see you have a fiberglass shower tub in the back of your truck. And yeah. Like, Go to four. They noticed that. Oh yeah. They they always ask me if I have any uh, asbestos, mm-hmm. and I always say no. And they're like, "Sounds that, good." In that tone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of these uh, Dr Pepper gummy soda bottles? I think they might be the shittiest candy you've gotten mm. yet. Oh, that's good. What the fuck is this? (laughs) I know. I was expecting some sort of liquid center, but it's all just... Oh, man. Shitty gummy. It doesn't really taste like a Dr. Pepper. Mm. No, it doesn't. Tastes like a... Like a shitty piece of candy. That's like (laughs) eating an air freshener out of a high schooler's car. Ooh. I had a lot of those when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Vanilla. Vanilla was my favorite. Our fucking whole parking lot just smelled like that black ice mm-hmm. <laughs> black ice whatever that means um let's see uh the friday packet at gmail.com questions comments and concerns uh we also have patreon.com forward slash the friday packet if you want to become a sustaining member of the podcast you can go there give a dollar buy it for a dollar mm. uh we're also on the gram of instance you know mm-hmm. The underscore Friday underscore packet or Jojo Stoutburger, if you will. <laughs> yeah, search Jojo Stoutburger. I It'd love that. to find it that way. That makes me real happy. Um, soapbox issues. Uh, well, I've been working on for the past year is uh, trying to reestablish the Energy and Conservation Committee. Um, and we finally got a work session in January on mm-hmm. the 7th. 
Already. So, yeah. Um, if there's anybody out there who's interested in energy efficiency or ways in the city could be, um, you know, more focused on that going forward, um, we'll be pushing that here pretty quick. Um, how could the city possibly be more focused on that, Stucky? What what could they do differently? I don't know. Uh, we've reached out to all the council members. They've all got a copy of the uh, the resolution, met all of them. They seem generally for it, but we're working on a presentation to bring sort towards council, and we'll be presenting on the 7th, and hopefully two two meetings away from that, we'll we'll get a get a verdict. So, that sounds pretty good. End of January. You feel prepared? Mm-hmm. Ready to move on this, bitch? I think so. Yep. Yep. Not you're not the bitch. This is it's this is the bitch. Sorry, I want to make sure that you understand. Okay, my okay. comma was in the correct place. I'm not calling you a bitch. I think commas, no comma, no comma. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> nah, not well. Oh, an English teacher. man, the December seventeenth agenda is coming up, and um, it's hard to focus in on one thing because they've crammed everything they possibly could into said agenda. That's a hefty one. It is a big one, so mm -hmm. we're just going to kind of go through it, I think, point by point. Um, we'll kind of do a broad swath of what's all on the consent agenda and the regular agenda, because there is a lot in the consent agenda, and there is a lot in the regular agenda as, as well. Yeah. Um, one of the big ones that jumped out to me right away was um, the... 2018 High Intensity Drug Traffic Area Award. Oh, shit. So, I didn't even see that. <laughs> so Billings God is damn. designated by um, certain entities as a high-intensity drug area. So they I've always applied so. for a grant, and they got <laughs> it, and it is $606,000 that the city is getting for said, you know, to, to help out with that? With, with, with helping out with the uh, drug in, in intensity in the city. I wish it was $666,000. Okay. That'd be pretty That'd be pretty metal. Yeah, it would be. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hit that up here later in the, in the show for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, another one, big one, is uh, the One Big Sky Development Plan. Uh, so Big Sky Economic Development, or not Big Sky Economic Development, big, One Big Sky District Development Plan. Yes. They'll be coming to council with another presentation. Uh, oh, sorry. That's into the regular agenda. Yeah. That's put it. Sorry. <coughs> not consent. Um, no, that, not that, is, yeah, that would get separated oh, so pretty There's quickly. a couple of easements for the uh, um, new drainage for the or the city. Okay. The one that backed up into the city. They're redoing that, so they got a couple of easements for that. Mm -hmm. um, the Exchange City Golf Course Ooh. budget oh. is up there. What is the budget? Uh, it's large. No, it's not large. It's a. Uh, is that in consent? Yep. Oh yeah, there it is. Pepper pick it. Annual so, fee structure. Gotcha. That's in there. Um, what else? What uh, that is. Uh, Suppose that info will be in the Friday packet, won't it? Uh, it's in the agenda already. It's in the agenda packet. It's on oh, the. Really? It's on the Google Drive. Hmm. On the FridayPacket.com. If you wanted to look at. Oh yeah. shit. Look at uh, you. Yeah. Look at oh, you. Yeah. Um, another one is the, the Levens Reservoir Expansion and Zone 1 Improvements. That's a $600,000 improvement to uh, your water service to the city. So it deals with the heights, the downtown area, the hospital districts, the college area, uh, being able to effectively and safely 
pump water from the wastewater all the way up, you know, basically under the rims. These are important or up things. To the face of the rims. Yeah. I like water. Water's nice. <laughs> Water's a good thing to have. Uh, Big and, fan. Yeah. And what else? Uh, water master plan update. There's that one. There's a lot going on at the wa- water treatment plant. If you haven't driven by it in a while, there's quite a lot going on. I was there just today. Nice. Um, and also there's the encroachment permit appeal for Alberta Bear. So when the city had a work session and they, they were not so keen on a 15-degree turn oh, in the street, they went back, and I think they came back with they took two feet off of the, the, uh, the you know, when you're driving down. Yeah, like, the bulb out. The bulb out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to take two feet off of that, and uh, s- staff have apparently has recommended approval, but who knows, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there. <laughs> Um, that's all heck can break loose. Mm. Um, and that's your consent agenda. That's just a consent agenda. There, I'm sure there'll be quite a few separations in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving into the regular agenda, there is the zoning change. Uh, it's a zone change from neighborhood commercial to planned development with underlying n- neighborhood commercial, right? Yeah, with underlying neighborhood commercial to allow one microbrewery license and one restaurant beer. And, uh, and wine license with no gaming on a 3.6-acre parcel of land described as Lot 4, Block 1, MK Subdivision, north of Grand Avenue and west of 54th Street West. So this one is was supposed to be on a council agenda, what, two, three sessions ago um, and was pretty contentious. Uh, West End Task Force is not very receptive to this, nor are some of the neighbors. Yeah, um, so it would seem... Uh, they don't want uh, a restaurant and a microbrewery that close to development. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah. Can you imagine all the sinning that would happen? No, sh- tons. Too much. Oh, all uh, the carrying on? Yeah, all the carrying on. And, <laughs> that just, uh, all that that's all encompassing. Carrying um, on. <laughs> Covers everything. So we'll touch on that. The one, spy, one Big Sky development plan is also in there, and... Also in the regular agenda, the approval and the appointment of War 2 oh. council member replacement will be done as well. Very exciting. Along with 2019 legislative priorities. So the city staff, or the city, has a lobbyist who goes to the the, uh, does, yeah. the legislature, the bicameral legislature. So it's in session this year again. So he'll be up there pushing uh, Billings' agenda. Isn't that weird that it's like in session every couple of years? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does. It comes and goes. <laughs> but it's funny that our little state, our big second largest state, uh, second largest state. Yeah, I think so. In the in the lower forty eight, right? Texas is slightly bigger. Oh, that's right. And then Montana. Gotcha. And uh, second largest state. The legislature meets every couple of years for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Eh, well, whatever. Whatever you're into. I want to look up. Start. I want to see how much it costs to run the Exchange City All right. golf course for a year. Right you got it right there? Mm-hmm. That's right. Master plan. It's the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my phone won't let me zoom on. Uh, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, 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 it is tea bag. Um, okay, so. It's a 286 page packet, so. It's got a few take... things in it. Yeah. Um, so the revenue, yeah, has been steadily uh, growing. 
and we're, we'll see. Um, took a big hit in, uh, looks like this last year, 260000 is what they budgeted for. Um, and 188 is what they got. Oh, shit. That's uh, not good. Yep. Their 2019 budget, they're budgeting $255,000 for the Exchange City uh, Par 3. Um, oh, that's revenue. Sorry. Simple revenue. So they got 180 this year, and they're hoping for 250 next year? 210. 210. Wait a second. Oh, those sheets are fun. Grounds operation, range expenses, subtotal general cost. This is really interesting right here. Me reading through numbers, trying to find out which number actually means what their budget is. (coughs) Pretty exciting. (coughs) Excuse me. Make $65,000. From their range revenue. That's pretty good. I guess. That's more than I made. I don't know why the city owns a golf club, golf, but well, they did, do. Isn't it because it's basically just city cemetery that they didn't need yet? Possibly. I think that's what it is. Um, their 2019 proposed capital improvements include uh, distributions. Uh, so the city would get 20 grand, and then the exchange club would, ten, would get 10 grand. Hmm. Oh, that's all right. Uh, they want to buy a new Toro 3150Q Greensmaster. Ooh! What would you think that would cost? I'm guessing that's just a really fancy uh, lawnmower for a green. Budding greens? Yeah. Is it that? I'm thinking that's the one that goes back and forth. No, that's a that's a roller thing. Yeah. That, what the hell is that? I don't know. It's it's probably going to surprise me that it's very expensive. It's uh, thirty-seven thousand six hundred fifty-one dollars. No. Okay. Um, they've already got a thirty-one fifty. Um, they're going to sell it and get $6,500 for it. Oh, good deal. At least that's their idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, make, yeah. Let's see. This is not an easy budget to understand. No, I'm. that's why it sounds so un- uninteresting, because they've got, you go to the top, it says revenue, green fees, uh, appropriated, range revenue, golf cart rental, memberships, gain loss, of, so I'm guessing below gain loss on sale of assets. Those are the numbers you want. Also, did you notice that it says green fees and not green fees? Well, it can't fit it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> you can't fit green in a spreadsheet. Can't be having <laughs> ends all over this <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, 2019 budget, 255. 255. Okay, so it is that number. Is that what you're reading? That's what I'm seeing, because 2015 budget was 235. Appropriated. So their budget and... Say 2015 was 235. That's how I'm reading it. Yeah. Um, and their actual budget was 285. So they were a little, little low there. Oh, so they're. So they bumped it up 10 grand next year, and they were still 16 grand low. Then they went back, stayed at 245. And they were only 5G's under in and 2017. They're getting closer. And then two, uh, 2018, they said, wow, we're going crazy. 260. And the actual one was 188,000. I'll be damned. They were only off by. $71,637.35. Wait, is that... But that's through August. That was... That one, uh, like, golfing is basically over? Yeah, 2018 through August, their actual was 188. So they're 71 Gs different, and the 29 budget's 255. Okay, so they just dropped their budget by 5 Gs. Yeah. Okay, eh, that's fair. Looks like they're doing okay. They're kind of... I mean, I guess you don't know what it's going to cost you. Advertising. Mm. How much do they spend on advertising? 
let's see. They budgeted for. God damn, this is fucking fun. <laughs> it is weird. They only spent five hundred and fifteen dollars on travel and dues <laughs> last year. That's good. Uh, I, I read from this. If you're also working the grounds, you don't have any benefits. Yeah, because employee benefits is at zero. Yeah, they do yeah. no benefits if you work the grounds. Yeah. Apparently. So you have to Shocking. Be a uh, club in clubhouse operations. Hmm. And then I guess you get to be a a city city employee, maybe or city benefits. Yeah. Or maybe it's on by its own. I don't know. Let's make broad generalizations. Maybe they're their own standalone corporation. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> they budget eighteen and a half thousand dollars for fertilizer and seed, and last year. Until August, they only used 9700 Wow. Pretty good. Good for them. I feel like they're being pretty frugal down there at the Exchange City Par 3. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing their best. Muni uh, Golf Course. So, there's that. What do you want to go on to next? I wonder if they budget anything to replace all the waterfowl that they kill with their... Their fertilizer? Uh, fertilizer. <laughs> you mean the ones that they enhance? Yes, that's the I've one. I've seen Spider-Man. I know what happens when you <laughs> fertilize something, right? That's what happened to Spider-Man, right? Mutant spider He didn't get bit by a spider. There. He just ate a whole bunch of fertilizer. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how it worked. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rings a bell, Stocky. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, there's the mitigation. Let's go to... Uh, I really wanted to hit up that... Um, the the variants that want to be changed. You know, the one, the one uh, microbrewery and one restaurant. Because there are some... Interesting comments in the Zoning Commission, so I think we'll jump to that. So we're talking 54th and Grand, so it's basically just subdivisions out there. Yep, they're going for a variance. 54th, right? Um, uh, The Lion's Den wants to move out there. Um, They're in in plans already, but they bought land in... um, Is it Neighborhood Commercial? Is that what it's Mm -hmm. called? NC, yeah. Yeah, they they bought the land that's already zoned for what they want to go out there, and then this... This business, they say, jumped ahead of them, and, you know, we'll find it here. Would you like to know what uh, Karen Freeman wrote about? Oh. You know who Karen Freeman is? No, I do not. Okay, neither do I. (laughs) Um, But the subject line of her email is, no, 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 (laughs) in all caps. (laughs) So she's going to have a pretty reasonable and well-spoken opinion. So, So Karen says, dear Scott and Nicole, in case you're... You weren't uh, okay. In case you aren't hearing the West End neighbors, we <coughs> do not all in caps want another zoning change that puts more alcohol near the den. Uh, the West Billings plan has the goal to meet the community's shared vision for the future of the West End and for responsible. Are these all caps words? Yep. Okay. Good. The majority of the community does not. <laughs> Want more zoning changes that involve alcohol on the West End. It's not what we want. Is it, thanks, Karen Freeman. Oh. So is there a reason why alcohol's bad there? Do they go over that? Does she, uh, no. does she expound? Uh, Clark Johnson. Oh. Uh, subject 54th and Grand Pub. It's a little better subject line than no, no, no. Um <laughs> I pers- I am personally uh, I personally am fine with having a beer and dining place there but don't let gaudy signage be placed there. A good business does not need that. Absolutely no casino signage. The blight of Billings. Clark Johnson. That's well reasoned. Devil spaced. Oh ho ho ho. 
Well, it's in case you need to take notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's see. You... Well-reasoned and insightful, Clark. All right. This one's from uh, Nan uh, McMillan. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be detrimental to the neighborhoods in our area to allow three businesses to provide alcohol. There is a school in close proximity, plus so many people walk, jog, bike ride along the path. <laughs> they would be in jeopardy with impaired drivers in the area. Yep. I am a senior citizen that opposes this rezoning. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever ridden your bike past a bar and lived to tell the tale? I haven't. Me neither. Nobody has. Dead for years. Clearly. <laughs> yep. It's, that's the only thing that can happen. So this is just straight out of the agenda. Um packet it's not the friday packet it's the agenda packet yeah sure uh the zoning commission conducted a public hearing on november 7th of 2018 and received the staff report testimony fr- from the agent uh scott aspen leader lighter leader <coughs> crispy uh and prospective buyers michael Sounds and Irish. tyler schmeichel in addition to written comments received, the commission received public testimony of tara pierce owner of the lion's den at 1411 chai way under construction and Tiffany Wardell of 1309 Daybreak, chair of the West End Task Force, and John Woods of 3521 Tomeyama Circle. Um, Mr. Aspenlander stated the proposed zone change was to allow the proposed use for a microbrewery and family-oriented restaurant on the west side of the property. He stated the planned development was intended to ensure com- compatibility of any uses with adjacent residents and landowners. He stated... They received uh, good comments and suggestions from those adjacent owners and made changes to the plan development based on those comments. He stated that the only suggestion they did not they did not incorporate was to include a 10-foot-high brick wall around <laughs> the entire parcel. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't pull the trigger on that one. That's, that's unreasonable. Jesus. A 10-foot-high brick Ten wall. 10-foot-high. He stated that the uh, property development will require any new building to be on the southern two-thirds of the property, okay, including any other building besides a microbrewery and restaurant building. He stated the only area with alcohol sales or brewing will be for the site shown on the concept drawings and blah, 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 blah. That's funny. Uh, only one microbrewery and only one restaurant that serves beer and wine will be allowed on the 3.6 acre parcel. In response to a question from Commissioner Member uh, Dennis Olsved, Mr. Espenlander stated that the reason for choosing this lot and this location was due to the increasing number of residents in the West End, in the West End, uh, parentheses, rooftops, and the area was already zoned in a commercial node. He stated perfect. Prospective owners were interested in, in this lot because it, w- it was away from speeding traffic on Grand and 54th Street West. <clears throat> What's the rooftops thing? Uh, that's I'm, I'm weird on that one. I, that's, West End rooftops. Uh, Residents in the West West End rooftops. Is that a is that a is that a neighborhood? Rooftops neighborhood? Possibly. I've never heard that. I don't uh, understand what's happening there. Um, so Mr. John Woods of 3521 Tommy Armour Circle testified in favor of the zone change. He stated that the West End has waited a long time for local services, and he would like to have a nearby casual dining as well as other commercial services in the area. Well, goddamn right. A Tara Pierce, owner of the Lion's Den at 1411 Chai Way, testified in opposition. She stated all of Lot 4 is now owned by Patric- Patricia Kramer and the 
property development would only apply to that lot. Hmm. She stated, based on her experience, microbreweries and their tap rooms are in direct competition with bars, restaurants, and casinos. That's true, because they're exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. She stated her business purchased the lot to the south because it was already zoned for the proposed use. She stated that the they paid a premium price for the lot. <laughs> All right, so she stated that she paid a premium price for the lot uh, and paid much less... Uh, Let's see. She stated she also could have purchased one of the non. Wait, Jesus Christ! I cannot read right now. <laughs> it's all right. There's a lot of shit, shit, shit in that. Uh, she stated they paid a premium price for the lot because of the allowed use. She stated she could also have purchased one of the non-commercial NC-zoned lots and paid much less and tried to do a zone change. She stated the microbrewery does not belong in an NC zone. It was more appropriate to be a manu- in a manufacturing or industrial zone. So she's... Yeah, microbreweries are... They tend to be very industrial. And yep. also, when well, I go to gamble, I always have to think to myself, do I want to go to a casino or do I want to go to a microbrewery? I don't know. Do you want to manufacture something? I have to, I, they manufacture gambling in microbreweries, <laughs> clearly, because that's what they compete against. Uh, she also stated it was absurd. Absurd, Stout. To allow a brewery next to a neighborhood. Absolutely goddamn absurd. Oh my god! My friends who live in basically the same building as Carter's. Yeah. Hate that. How absurd it is? That yeah. They ha they they're so mad every time they have to Third walk arms reach of twenty five feet beer. to have a nice beer. Yeah, it sounds pretty awful. Has, um, what she, the hell's the deal? Oh. She urged the commission to uh, not approve the zone change. She stated the buyers have a chance to buy the corner lot that is already zoned for the proposed uses. This is what I was looking for. Uh, zoning commission member Dennis Olsfett stated that he was going to vote against this. Did I ever read it? Have I read this? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Dennis Olsfett stated that he was voting against the motion because he believed that the applicant was using deceptive practices to gain capital advantage over the new restaurant. So speaking like a true dictator, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, what's Popeye's doing to Dairy Queen down on King Avenue East? They're what using, the hell? You know, deceptive chicken practices to <laughs> subvert <laughs> DQ's blizzard process. I don't know. <laughs> chicken deception can be Chicken deception's rough. horrible, man. Yeah, that's it's running rampant. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, let's see. Cabin on the new restaurant at the Lion's Den parentheses lines den that will be opening soon directly south of the subject property uh commissioner member Allspit stated also stated there was a property available for sale that is properly zoned for the proposed use they're going through a variance i mean what, what's what's the goddamn difference yeah um they're giving you the money the property is owned uh property zoned lot is on the corner of 54th street west and grand avenue okay you got that in your head so, yeah uh just east, uh, east of the new Lion's Dead location. Uh, com- uh, Commission Chairman Dan Wagner stated he lives on the West End. Oh, well. Does not mind driving to get services or groceries or dine out, and he would not want this use anywhere hi- anywhere near his, his neighborhood. His neighborhood. His words. Well, that one guy said that, so clearly that's the view of everybody. Sure. In uh, the world. Mike Boyette stated he believed that this would set a precedent to incur a precedent, precedent, Pre- precedent, 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 
to encourage more planned development zone changes to accomplish the, quote, one-off uses of land not normally allowed. Uh, Commission member Michael Larson stated he was torn on this application. He stated he understood the neighborhood's hesitancy (laughs) 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 to accept this type of use and zone change. Precedent hesitancy? (laughs) Jesus. Commission member Larson stated he had experienced a similar issue when he lived near Reberg Lane. That's a good point. And Grand Avenue when when McKenzie River Pizza moved in and wanted his... uh, you know, move a restaurant and beer wine license on Grand Avenue. And that that neighborhood's just burned down now. Sure it's has. Like There's Detroit been quite a bit there. of neighborhood concern at the time in the increasing zone. Uh, drunk driving, robbery, trash, declining property values, values but none of these uh, predictions came true. Weird. So, yeah. So it's basically just a whole bunch of NIMBYs. It sounds like it. Yeah. Good for them. I don't know. I hope they get what they, they want. Maybe they got a good point. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I hope they have to drive two and a half hours to get groceries pretty soon. They're basically in a food desert. Fucking, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but they're rich, so it doesn't matter. Well, it does. Not all them. the poor people take over the the grocery stores in like a, <laughs> you know, like a famine or a it will know, be self preservation situation. Yeah, it's true. We're the closest to them. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna I'm take a, them over. I'm gonna be posted up on the roof at Albertsons with my thirty thirty. <laughs> Shooting at Escalades as they try to, as they drive in from out of town, basically. <laughs> Good lord. So uh, I don't know. What's your overall position and feeling on that? Because that will have a lot of people in the council chambers, uh, basically saying the same thing over and over again. So I'll say if you lived out there, would you want? I don't know. What do you think the overall consensus of people in the West End is? They want to be kind of isolated. <clears throat> well, they don't see, want that there. You're asking the wrong guy, because I would not live out there. Sure. And if I did live out there, I would want shit like that close. No. And that's why I don't live out there, because there's no shit like that close. Uh So I live fairly close to downtown, so that I can ride my bike down to the brewery, or the grocery store, or the restaurant that I want to go to, instead of driving for 20 minutes each direction. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, my feeling about that is... That that's just a bunch of boring ass square Puritans that are scared of somebody having a beer, and that they need to loosen up a little bit and realize that that's what's happening. But guess what? I'm an idiot. Yeah. And not an expert, yeah. and don't trust the fucking word I say. I don't know. It's been it's been like that for a long time. I remember as a kid going to restaurants when my dad would get back from you know doing deliveries around. We go out on Friday night, and we would always drive somewhere. Yeah, we'd always go to you know Gussics or Red Robin or, or sure. some shit like that. We're always driving places mm-hmm. to get what we need and then drive home. So I don't know it's been, but I thought he made a good point that when Mackenzie River moved out there, there's that subdivision. I think Wells built that one north of Mackenzie River on Grand there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they built a wall. I think the subdivision actually built a wall around their entire property. Yeah. So maybe should we? They should build a wall but have the west end pay for it. I was just going to say they're going to have so the, that be so awesome? They're going to have the east end fucking pay for it. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. We're going to build a wall. <laughs> We're going to make downtown pay for it. Oh shit. Eh, well. Good for them. You know, I yeah, my parents, I grew up I guess by the time you drive around corners 10 miles out of town. Mm-hmm. 
when we just drove back and forth to town whenever we needed stuff and a couple of times a day sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. I hate it. I live three blocks from Albertsons now. It's wonderful. I still often drive to Albertsons. Mm-hmm. But I I live 1.6 miles from work, and I wish I was closer. Yeah. I don't see what the joy of driving for an hour a day. You know, if you drive an hour a day, that's 300 and some hours a year. Mm-hmm. Just work days. That you're just sitting in your goddamn car, burning off gas that's four bucks a gallon. Well, or three <laughs> or whatever it is now. But when I was young, gas was, what, 85 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. And uh, houses were cheap, and it's just not that way anymore. I, I don't, I, I get, I don't get the draw. Am I missing something? Or basically, we've got one group wanted to start a restaurant there, another group wanted to start a brewery there, and the restaurant doesn't want the brewery because they're going to take business away, and well, the, the lion's den doesn't is, want either one of them, right? The lion's den is further west. West? I think so. Is it west? Doesn't matter. If we're wrong, it's the other one. West or east? Yeah. I think it might be east. Um, but those two groups are scared of competition, and the neighborhood's scared of beer. But they're not scared of Lion's Den being two more blocks away? I guess, yeah. I, but they're in. They're The one they're going for is zoned for what they want out there. Yeah. So... Why would you debate that when you could just debate this, which isn't zoned for it? I think it's just like a more an easier tiger because it's right on the city limits boundary. Yeah. Whereas it as it is right now. Man. I, I mean, know. even Thirsty Street, um, I think that's still in the works. They're talking about building a brewery in the Canyon Creek nursery. Well, be a bunch of nimby stuff down there as well, you think? Oh, fuck yeah, there would. Um, they are actually, uh, they've hit pause on those plans for now. But, yeah, there would be. I mean, obviously, people get pissed off. and mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that is the zone change. They had a meet and greet for the new War Two, so Larry Brewster's seat. I think there was seven or eight people that showed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so there's a, a full house. There's a full... Well-attended. Well-attended. People are very interested in, in the War II seat, which is the Heights. And that um, person will be announced on the December 17th meeting as well. Um, it's appointed by the mayor, but it has to be approved by the council. Um, and if they don't approve it, uh, that would be not good. Because so the, the council- city would have to pay for a special election, which would not look great. No. The council has to vote their new guy in, huh? Right. I didn't know that. I thought the mayor could just appoint. He appoints, but then it's approved by the council. Huh. I'll be goddamned. I guess I wasn't around when Sullivan, um, when they put in Sullivan's replacement, so I Mm -hmm. guess I missed that. I mean, what, why would they not, uh, they're going to vote the person in, aren't they? Like, you would think so. They've met him. Uh, they've talked to all the, you know, well, not talked to him extensively, but they met him at, a soiree at the Billings uh, Public Library, like two weeks ago. So, I'm sure it's like uh, the it wouldn't have gotten this far if the council probably or wasn't pretty much just on board. Yeah, Fredell will vote no just because that's <laughs> the only word he knows. I saw a couple of names: uh, Tom Zabudin, who's a kind of a regular at the city council meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen Marecki is also in in the, the talks of those. Sure. Uh, the Heights Task Force chairperson 
is in that as well. So that will be happening. Uh, what else? Do we want to talk about One Big Sky? Sure, why not? I don't know. What do you... Uh, do you know anything about this? What they're gonna? This is a is this another memorandum of understanding? What what is this in the process of um, said development? Basically, they're just gonna line out their plan. Uh, they're gonna get f- relatively specific on this one. They're gonna be like, we want to develop this lot and this lot, and this one will be this, and we would like to explore putting a conference center here. And they haven't released any of the actual specifics on it gotcha. but it'll essentially be like yeah this will be student housing this will be low-income housing this will be luxury housing this will be a medical facility medical office facility this will be uh are they talking about flagship ones or cornerstone or whatever the hell is it called they're uh they're like they're they put a bunch of money into like one well not a one but like a what is the name for? Oh, Jesus, God damn it. I'm blanking on the name. It's it just like fell a, out of my brain too. It's like a cornerstone. It's along those lines. It's a hedge fund. It's a. It's an Enron. It's a Tyco. It's a. It's a Payne West. It's a GMAC, which Enron. is now Ally Bank. I'm sure it's GE because uh, nobody pays attention to you know reorganizations. It's just, uh, we're not GMAC. We're Ally Bank. Stimulus. That that's that last doesn't year. that didn't happen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, they will be catalyzer kind of project. Catalyst, is it catalyst? Yeah, catalyst projects that will go in a neighborhood and it will theoretically make the, you know liven up that neighborhood a little bit. So think of it as the like the movie Alien, like oh, mother moves in. Yep, it's just centrally located and then mm-hmm. sends out the minions. It's exactly how yep. it is. And it's then gonna... they infect the people's chests and they come flying out. Yep, and people are just laying on the ground screaming with just... stuff popping out of their sure. chests. And it's. More like space balls, I want to say. They're at the, the thing, and it pops out. And goes, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. Well, obviously, it's going to be cute and charming <laughs> yeah. when it pops out in a storm of blood and screams. Um, no, yeah, so it'll be Catalyst Projects, um, and it'll be... Uh, basically, we'll kick, we'll kick this neighborhood off. This will be good for this neighborhood and the city in general, and it'll raise the tax base and... All these things, but they're going to get a little bit specific um, on Monday night about what they want to put where. They're not going to have like blueprints, but they'll be like, "This will be the place for the convention center." Okay. And this will be the place for the public plaza, and this will be the place for the privately owned um, student housing for MSUB, and this will be the place for the new medical facilities and offices mm-hmm. and this will be the place for the civic kind of area so um so arkham asylum will go here yep that's exactly what mm-hmm. it is how'd you find out i didn't Scarecrow think anybody told me, knew man. oh Scarecrow told me. shit uh but it i'm not sure it's going to be horribly contentious especially i mean where is it on the agenda i didn't even see it is second from last. Yeah. And then it'll be public comment on non-agenda items. I feel like the... Because there's going to be a public comment on the consent agenda. So public comment comes beforehand, and it's on 1, 3, uh, 4, and 5. Uh, yeah. So, which includes everything except for the zone change for the brewery cabaret license out on the West End. Mm-hmm. 
And that so you'll get that be... at the end. Yeah, so public comment on non-agenda items. Okay. I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to try to avoid item number two. It was fight what I went one two weeks ago, and they they pushed they kicked the can down the road because the guy couldn't show up because of travel issues or something. Mm-hmm. And there there was this lady just sitting in the audience, and then it got all the way to the end of public comment, and she's like, "Did you guys talk about the zone change on the west end?" I was like, "Were you here the whole time?" Yeah, I was here the whole time. Well, we it moved it, it moved it down the agenda. Oh, really? That would have been nice to know. And then it just sat back down. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, it's kind of satisfying when shit like that happens. It is. And you know she wasn't probably paying attention, which I'm prone to do. Oh, I've, yeah, I've so, burned. I, what's going on? I walked in there with 85% battery on my phone and <laughs> walked out with a dead phone before. <laughs> so what do you think the standard rate for an engineer? Uh, let's go level five. Ooh. What do you think he makes per, he or she makes per hour? Per hour? Sixty bucks. Uh, engineer level five makes one hundred and sixty-five dollars. That's the standard rate per hour. Whoa! An energy an engineer intern makes seventy-five bucks an hour. That's the standard rate. Mm, wow! I really have my finger on the pulse, don't I? Yep. Uh, a land surveyor level three is one hundred and thirty-five bucks an hour. It's pretty good. Is that how much the company charges to send a land surveyor out? Yep. Okay, so the land surveyor level three so doesn't. You would think that'd be a take that half home. to a quarter or a yeah. third yeah something like that yeah huh but they have equipment they've got uh 80 cents per mile or uh sure five bucks an hour yeah they've got an atv or a snowmobile that's 150 bucks a, they a would, day yeah sure 150 bucks a day yep fuck why don't we rent atvs out dude i'm telling you heavy equipment's where it's at wow it is very, I, I like reading through these and finding those that's cool nuggets what's that old saying like during a gold rush, if you want to make money, you just sell shovels. Sure. Yeah. yeah it worked in Deadwood. It did. I saw that movie. <laughs> TV show. What the? Oh, that was a TV show. Sorry. Yeah, well, it was a TV show. It was like a TV miniseries. With the same the Al Swearingen and... Yep. Yeah, that... Oh, that was a good... Did he down it or did fucking he show? sipping it? <laughs> I he like the part... It. When they put the pliers up his wiener to pull out his... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exact sound he made when it happened. Today's episode brought to you by Deadwood. Deadwood. Watch that show. It's really fucking good. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's some Wi-Fi going in at the uh, the airport. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So that would be a... It's not Bitcoin. It's a, some weird... I'm, I don't know what it is. Dogecoin? Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who cares? It's yeah. Wi-Fi, right? What could possibly go wrong? You know, it's not like we're all going to get cancer and die. No, that's true. That's a nice feeling, isn't it? To know that that's not going to happen. No. Why would it happen? I do think that, um, try to find public Wi-Fi is kind of going to go to the way to the dodo because I think everybody's going to start offering free data. You think so? Pretty soon. It's not yeah. going to be like Grizzle on Parts and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> They got the cones of Dunshire out, yeah. and, and Wyatt comes in and, and smokes them all. <laughs> yep. Forgot about my Maverick. <laughs> oh, God. I think you can actually buy cones of Dunshire. I think somebody made the game. I hope so. Yeah. I'll play it. This past week, December 10th, it was a... 
Not a work session. This was a actual business meeting. Yeah. Um, everybody was there having a good time. So one of the big ones on there was the the nuisance ordinance. So the it's a public hearing and first reading of the nuisance or, ordinance, and it brought quite a few people out. Um, a vast majority of them were um, vintage car owners, uh, and they were nitpicking the definitions part, which you know hoarders tend to do, nitpick the wording of any sort of ordinance that the city is putting out. And there are separate ordinances in the city's infrastructure that deal with each one of their, their concerns and everything. All right, all right. Um, and the Good Things guy, and if you don't know what Good Things is, it's a, it's a, it's a basically a hoarder bastion it's right in the heart. Of, uh, it's a landfill of just <laughs> epic proportions I directly dro- in the center of the city. I dropped a fridge off there a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> It's worth it. it. You weren't using it. You got to see it. It's amazing. I don't support it, but also whatever. Yeah, you go in there. I mean, it's literally, there's tunnels. There's just tunnels of stuff. It's amazing. I don't know how the hell he knows where to go. But if you need a part for an oven, you can just be like, I need this. And he'll be like, okay, here's one. Do you think he has like a skid plate for a 2008 Toyota Tender in there? Yes, he does for sure. I might go have to check that out. <laughs> okay, uh, good. But his name is Bill Milligan. He was, yeah. he was written up in the Gazette today. Um, mm. He doesn't have salvage there. He has merchandise. It is merchandise, yes. And he is zoned. Uh, he is, what is he zoned? Something commercial. Neighborhood commercial. He's zoned neighborhood commercial, so he's got an end around to all this because he he's been there for 25 years. Kind of grandfathered in. He's kind of grandfathered into the whole thing, and the city has been... Um, Leaning on him pretty hard, and nothing has stuck. No. And he had a lot to say in the 10 minutes he was up there leaning on the podium talking to the city council. Do you remember, like, 10 years ago when he had all those messages written all over his, like, OSB fence? Oh. He'd, like, went out there with a pot of paint and a little paintbrush, and he just wrote pages and pages of text all the way around his property. It was fascinating to look at. So he was there with his significant other, I'm assuming, or... Maybe it was his sister. <laughs> I don't know. It could be both. Um, so the city has spent quite a few. So in 2013, he settled with the city over some infractions. Um, and, uh, two years later, in 2015, five new case fails, files were opened up. Uh, and the most recent one is from uh, the new code enforcement officer, Todd. Um, <laughs> he got a ticket for too many barbecues. <laughs> Oh my god, that's wonderful. Something that doesn't get uttered often enough in life. Absolutely. I didn't even know it was possible to have too many barbecues. So Todd Todd wrote him a ticket for too many barbecues. It's like a car Um, too fast or too... Too too much money. Um, (laughs) That's... uh, Do you know Todd? I do. Yeah. He's a wonderful guy. And he's the kind of guy who would find (laughs) that you're only allowed... 23 barbecues on <laughs> per lot in Billings. Yeah, so so uh, I've got this is the first reading. This is the you know a public hearing. Okay. Um, and this this the city the council members started nitpicking the wording, for one. And Wyeth got up and gave a, a presentation, and you can tell that he was just not at his wits' end, but he was just like, oh god, 
almost stroking uh, out. Yeah, he was he was not having trouble, but he was being very direct with the council members. Sure, sure. When you see that, you know, yeah. you can just sort of feel it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting little public commentary because he had just you know vintage rat rod guard dealers. Because one one of the uh, sections in the ordinance was, uh, your car must if you're parking it on the street for a set amount of days, it needs to be operable. You know, you can't just leave it there forever. It needs to, you know, yeah. be, we need to be able to start it up and go. And it's like, well, if if I'm restoring a car and it doesn't have an engine in it or anything like that, and then it's, you know, parked on the street, but it's not going to be there forever. I mean, <laughs> um, a lot of this could have been solved by, you know, just like a neighbor coming over and going like, hey, what do you got going on there? Well, mm-hmm. I'm building the car. What are you doing? Cool. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of this is complaint based um, for sure. Which the good stuff store gets, I can't imagine the case file, the size of that. I'm sure he's just got like an entire rolly cart full of oh. shit that people complain about that place. I think that's the advantage that he has. Mm-hmm. He's just so backlogged. But he's been before, um, I think it was Judge Kolar. I forget who we were talking to about Kolar. Um, just sort of kicking the can down the road and not really making a decision. Yeah. Um, along those lines. Oof. It's going to be a fucking super fun site when they have to clean it up. I can't imagine. What the hell? I mean, you just got to have a big front end loader and You know, I think we should do? we should call up those uh those dudes uh really American Pickers. <laughs> say we got a we got something for you. It would probably pay for the cleanup, honestly. There's probably sends... some ridiculously valuable shit in there somewhere. They got to think so. Just statistically. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff. So much shit. So if you go down the alley there's just stuff for days. He's got it all fenced in. Sure does. None of it's gonna escape at all. <laughs> it's all chained up. It's got a, he's got an invisible fence all the way around. He's got all collars on all the clawfoot tubs. <laughs> the barbecues. <laughs> yeah, all the barbecues. <laughs> oh God. So yeah. What else did you, we got? You got a. Uh, you went to a traffic study yeah. seminar. How'd that go? Downtown traffic study. Um, a lot of people show up for that. You know, yeah, quite a few. Uh, the uh, the company that was doing the study, kind of, they came to town a couple months ago and they talked to some folks and said, "What would you like to see?" and blah blah blah. And hmm. everybody said, "I'd like to. I think we should switch to two way on the downtown one ways and things like that." They did a whole bunch of studies, and they've got some really crazy, like, computer programs that they can, like, enter all the data in, all the, you know, use data, like how many cars. traffic flow hour. scenarios. Yeah. Right. And then they can be like, what if this was two-way, and what if this was 35 instead of 25, and what if this was two lanes instead of three, and... What if you could only wear Heelys while you're in this lane, or abs- right should... Scooter? That was one of the, yeah, they definitely said we need more Healy lanes downtown. Yeah, or soap shoes, one of the yep. two. Just more soap shoe Just rails. Just a rail. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Bolted to the, bolted to the street. God. It's going to move so fast. I mean, you can put it on Broadway, honestly. It's so flat. Remember when Greg said it was that's so what flat? I, just, that's what I've heard. Take your slope shoes or your snow shoes and just... Yeah, that's going to be perfect. Be up at the airport oh. in no time. <laughs> it's only flat for the first part. <laughs> then there's a bit of a grade when once you start heading toward the airport. True. Very from what true. I understand, I don't, I, I don't have a 
laser level. What am I talking about? So, um, uh, traffic study. Yeah. Coming back into town saying, hey, what do you want to see? It was pretty cool because they're like, this is what's going to happen if we change all the north to south streets to two way. So, 29th, 30th, 31st through whatever, 33rd. Mm-hmm. You know, they all kind of hit division at a weird angle and. All these streets were turned to one way in the 70s because they just wanted to move cars from the west end to the heights as fast as possible because nobody stopped downtown. Sure. This is all pre, like, first interstate, Wells Fargo. Show me that nobody wanted stuff. to stop with the Empire Bar, the Western Wheel, well, or the Arcade. A lot of people did, but they weren't in cars. Oh. So. They are all in. It took cookies? care of itself. Yeah. Carriage? Yeah, that's what it was. It's, Soap shoes? <laughs> Soap shoes, exactly. It's exactly right. Back in the 60s. And then they took out the goddamn streetcar rails and nobody in soap shoes could make oh, it around downtown God. anymore. It's bullshit. Who's, who's talking about the soap shoe people? <laughs> the rope. The rope, plight of the soap shoes. Rope toe soap shoe streetcar <laughs> rails. Rope toe soap shoe. <laughs> so, anyway. Sounds like a planet in the Star Wars universe. Rope toe soap shoe. <laughs> rope toe soap shoe, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised we can each say that right now. Exactly. There's a half a bottle of Glen Livet right there that says we shouldn't be talking as well as we are. Um, I think I talk better once I get more in me. Yeah. It's whiskey spelled the right way, too, <laughs> without the E. Yeah. Did you know the rule for that? If it comes from a country with an E in the name, it has an E in whiskey. Mm-hmm. And if it, so, like, uh, Scotland, W-H-I-S-K-Y. Ireland, mm-hmm. W-H-I-S-K-E-Y. So does Lagavulin? It's, yeah, it does have an E, doesn't it? Because um, they're out of Ireland? Well, this is Scotch, so this is W-H-I-S-K-Y, yeah. right there. Scotland. Um, England. I can't remember if that one holds Whale, true. Yeah, Wales has but an America. America. Yeah, has yeah. an E, and Canada doesn't. Canadian whiskey is W-H-I-S-K-Y. Oh, like Canadian club and... It's a bullshit rule. Crown Royal. I don't. I think it just happened to work out like that. Huh. Anyway. I thought it was just like a process of the whiskey, maybe. Nope. No. 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 I don't think there's because actually of the name in your city. I think it's just it's a correlation, not causation. <laughs> um. So they're like, if you turn Sixth Avenue North into a two-way, everything's fucked, and they actually explained why in a very comprehensible manner. Mm. Uh, I was impressed that... Um, so 6 is the street up closest to the, the rims coming out of the metro? Yeah, it basically goes from Applebee's and the Heights to Grand. Right. So it's that one, you're going four, west. Is it four lanes? It's five. Five? It goes from so five to four to five, kind of, and then back down to four. Right. Um, that connects a division there. Yeah, so it splits into Division and Grand Avenue. Mm-hmm. So two lanes go on to Grand and two lanes go on to Division. Okay. Well, if you made that two-way, you'd have to make the whole thing two-way, which would mean you would need a center turn lane, a lot like Grand Avenue or King Avenue. Right. And um, and there's room. It's a really fucking wide street. A little bit. Yeah. Um, it's big enough a moose can fit on it. <laughs> it's true. And a moose can pass a guy in a wheelchair really perfect. Sure. That's Fun that. fact, a moose was running down 6th Street. And there was a year. guy in a wheelchair on the fucking sidewalk, yep. and the moose just, like, moved <laughs> over and ran. <laughs> that was the scariest. Oh, God. That's an, that's an obscure reference, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so if they but if they turn that to two ways, so people ripping out a grand 
um, down Grand, well, I guess more likely in the morning, people be coming out of the Heights yeah, and then going up Grand, mm-hmm. right? But Where would they then have to go? Coming home, well, they work on the West End, I guess. Would they cut out 27th? They would just... No, they just go. So oh, they'll, yeah. they'll be taking the standard 6th Avenue way in, but then on their way home, they'd be coming back down Grand and then going back on 6th Avenue the wrong way now, but if it's converted to two-way, they could go east Interesting. on 6th. So that would... There'd be no reason to split up down 4th and Montana. If you work on the West End, maybe the north part of the West End, like St. John's, if you work at St. John's or, um, you know, all that development out there. Old Chicago. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you'd have no incentive to go down 4th or Montana, huh. so you would automatically hit 6th, and it would cause some congestion. A little bit. And if you worked Costco... Uh, the Home Depot area, mm-hmm. and you were hauling ass home. Get on the highway. Well, yeah, obviously, but everybody who works out there when they're going home, it's the traffic patterns are interesting because traffic is a lot higher on Sixth Avenue North in the morning than the evening, because mm-hmm. everybody comes out of the Heights and heads out to the West End. Okay. In the morning, and no, nobody drives back that way at night. Because 6th Avenue doesn't fucking go that way. Yeah. So they'll hit 4th. So 4th is heavy in the evening. 6th is heavy in the morning. Well, if you convert those, and like 6th and Montana and 4th, all the two-way, you'd think, well, everybody will s- spread out. But in reality, they'd pr- most people would be drawn to the new opposite direction street. Mm-hmm. So Montana Avenue in the morning would clog up really hard because it'd be the most direct route to the southern part of, you know, all the industrial complex stuff out. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what's that What's that place called out there down the hill from Home Depot? Um, down from Home Depot? Yeah, down the hill. Cactus like Creek? Like 32nd. <laughs> yeah, further down there, where, like, the windmill is now and the new FedEx oh, building is. And, like, there's a welding place. There yeah, is a, Shipton's, shit there, like that. Shipton's. There's a, there's a casino down there. There's, like, the great big... Rock, um, oh, Trans Tech Center, Trans Tech Center, yeah, that kind of area. Mm-hmm. That just makes more sense if you're gonna yeah. jump on the interstate. So, God, you might as well just go all the way yeah. up to Shepherd and then hop on the interstate that Absolutely, way. Absolutely, I completely agree. <laughs> but it would create weird situations where we've got four or five lanes going west on Sixth, so people can spread out and there mm-hmm. won't be as much congestion. And then we've got Four lanes going east on 4th. So when people are funneling back, they've got four lanes to spread out in. And so it would create kind of weird congestion and backups across intersections, which stop all the other up over traffic. time, yeah. yeah. And, but the funny thing is, so last week there is this headline that I can't even remember what state it was in, but it uh, there was a police pursuit for seven miles because somebody who was driving a Tesla fell asleep and they were trying to pull him over. The <laughs> cops saw him just like sacked out in his car, and so they tried pulling him over, and the Tesla just kept going right, just oh. completely on its own, That's just funny. like 
I guess we're going this way. Tesla's just no driving. code in there. Yeah, for changing lanes over. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so they had to wake the dude up with their sirens before he would pull over in the car, right? Huh. And so, and that's just an autonomous vehicle that huh. apparently just happens now. There's cars that just drive themselves now. That's creepy. And can you imagine, like three years ago, you couldn't have that headline would have blown your fucking mind. A little bit, yeah. So. All these traffic projections that this study has got is like, by 2040, the intersection of 6th Avenue North and North 27th will be operating over capacity and there will be significant backups for the... Well, that's operating under the assumption that the, the bypass doesn't exist up in the north. And, and it's operating under the it's assumption... it's all hypothetical, too. That I mean. in another 20 years, autonomous cars are going to be able to follow each other a, a foot off of each bumper. Yeah. And these autonomous cars aren't going to go to work and park all day. They're going to go to work and drop people off and go off and and do more picking up. Yeah, nobody's going to be, in 20 years, there's going to be hobbyists with cars that they drive, and everybody else living their life is going to be just hopping hopping in the autonomous taxi company. Yeah, you think of an employment perk. Yeah, exactly. Well, not a perk, but... Or you're going to buy the car. Just another way they can track you. Sure. It's just like one step point. away from microchipping your ass, which they're already doing now. Insurance companies already microchip your ass. That's and... pretty weird, yeah. But, like, in 20 years, there will be, you know, the uh, the upper middle class, I guess, maybe. Well, you'll buy your car, and you'll have it take you to work while you read the paper, and I'll probably take a dump, whatever. <laughs> um, do you even need to own the car at that point? Well, it'll drop you, you off. liability? If you do own the car... Then you're going to be like, okay, car, go off and make me some money. Go pick up some people and take uh, them around. Uh, like, why have your car sitting the whole time, right? So, Well, it's America. It's mine. That's true. But car ownership is going to be drastically lower. Cars will be that's drastically sad. safer. And traffic, you won't have those, like... I don't know if it's sad. Traffic shock. Well, there will still be hot. I enjoy driving I think. a little red truck. I do, but too. But maybe it's just because of the age I am. We're going to be old as fuck in 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll just we'll just be retired. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you and I will have little red Toyota races <laughs> around town, Very low speed. High yeah, <laughs> to try to we're gonna try to run into all the autonomous vehicles that are gonna be getting out of our way. Oh, as I fast don't have as trouble running into stuff. I ran into my trailer like I told you last <laughs> week. <laughs> I forgot true. I put it in gear because I parked on a hill. <laughs> it's rammed right into the hitch of my trailer. <laughs> it's like ah shit. But these traffic projections are not taking into account the fact that probably cars and traffic in general is going to be very different. In Vastly different, yeah. Because you would think I, so, but I do you think it'll happen slower than people anticipate? I think, well, if the last five years are any indication, it's going to happen even faster than even I'm anticipating. Because they've got the autonomous semi-trucks now operating yep. in Nevada? And in three years ago, I remember talking to friends about, like, I don't know, man. I think autonomous cars are going to happen in the next 15 years, and they're already fucking here. Mm-hmm. And my mom just bought a CRV that has the radar-guided cruise control, so you can't rear-end another car. If you set it on fucking 85 on a 65-mile-an-hour highway, and if it gets close enough to a car, it'll slow down on its own. And in the car, if the car in front of you stops at a stop sign, it'll go all the way down to zero. And it's got lane keep assist, which basically on the interstate, you, she can hop on the interstate in Sheridan, set the cruise control, turn on lane keep assist, and go to sleep and arrive in Billings. Her wow. car, it doesn't, 
it's not a, it's not hooked up to the navigation, so it won't take the exit and take you to the mall. But it'll, it'll just Billings and pull it, over and it'll stop. Just keep going until it's out of <laughs> gas, basically. But it won't go out of its lane and it won't run into anything. <laughs> and that's just a fucking standard ass car now. Crazy. And that technology's been around for like Mercedes had it like eight years ago. So there's pretty soon, sooner than we think. Why is that not in the models? You think? In the what? Yeah, the models that they come back to you with. Like if we turn this into two way, blah blah blah. Because traffic engineers... Do you think engineers... it's because the computers don't want us to know what's about to happen? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, they're keeping they're it just, from us. They're keeping it from us. Yeah. All the models are like, oh... We will own you. Oh, I shouldn't tell them this. Don't tell them about that don't part. Don't tell them about the master plan. Just pretend it's going to be people driving All of a sudden, in like 2025, 20, it's just going to be robots shanking, you know, mm-hmm. engineers left and right. Or all just going to be batteries like in the Matrix. Man. That's how it's going to be. Which yeah. is fine. I don't mind. Um, Would you take the red or the blue pill? Both. Oh. I'd like to see what happens. Never seen that movie. I just know that. Have you never seen The Matrix? No. All right, turn this shit off. We're going. I'm <laughs> turning it off myself. I don't know. It's, it's a good really movie. to me. You'd, you'd like it. Do you think I would? Yeah, I can guarantee I don't it. know why I missed that. When did that come out? I don't know, 1915. It's been a long <laughs> time. It's definitely in the 1900s. It was 1950. Yeah. Hoover Hoover had taken office. <laughs> <laughs> World War One is one. <laughs> we gotta take down the Kaiser. Something, something, Harry Trent. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it's good, and uh, so I think these projections are delightful, but they're assuming absolutely nothing will change for twenty years. It's just gonna be you and me driving around in our ninety-one Toyota, which yeah. will be fifty fucking years old. Yeah. By no. the time their predictions, I think it's just they're fruition. running under the old pretense that all these like highway transportation dollars are going to exist for mm-hmm. them to do traffic studies yeah when they're not going to be needed nobody's going to be buying gasoline well, it'll just well it'll be at a at a maintenance standpoint yeah you won't need to will you need to do the study will you need to set up the computer to do the study it's really kind of terrifying when you think about it a little bit it's pretty weird i mean it because it's an entire sector of the economy that's built on, on people who study traffic patterns. and yeah. Ultimately, it's just going to be the car that makes the decision. Absolutely. Ugh. And there, I've seen the video of all the Teslas running in formation, like at 65 miles an hour. Running away from the cops that can't pull them over because they inches. won't listen to them. Yeah, basically. Yep. But it's like, I don't know, 15 or 20 cars with inches between them just hauling ass through this course it, it, and it doesn't matter like the it's computer's not robocops <laughs> they are Rogue, just yeah oh. absolutely show me why does that creep me out I don't know why it creeps me out so much I mean I don't know probably it's the fear of the unknown maybe old. yeah it's been working pretty good the way we've been doing it let's not change it not really because we keep running into each other and people, know, keep people keep dying 40,000 people a year die in car yeah. crashes I mean what's going to happen let's say uh, let's like cross-pollinate it with the the zone change out on the west end and if the preponderance of autonomous vehicles exist you don't have to worry about drunk driving you don't have to not at all anything He's, yeah this the brewery owns an autonomous vehicle that they own yeah and if someone's too drunk they just throw them in that and get in the car. type in a thing and yeah. here's a bag if you gotta uh, just <laughs> do it in that just a rubber interior just the entire back is just stainless steel they just yeah. hose it down when they get Absolutely. back i mean I wonder how many. It's gonna change so many things. I wonder how many DUIs have been 
gotten in a Tesla these days. It seems like if you're drunk enough, even if like there's, well, I think the way that probably the rules are written now that you, you have to be in control of the vehicle. Oh you, yeah, you absolutely. Could still be susceptible yeah. to any sort of DUI laws. But Not susceptible, gets, but uh, what gets you pulled under. over in your Tesla though? Like if if you're if, not in control of the vehicle, if they pull up beside you and you're just like, oh yeah, well, there is that. Acting stupid aside, like if you get in your car and you're like, man, I'm fucked up. I'm gonna set like, beep, bop, bop, bop. set you know, take help me out with this drive home, and it's and it's holding the lane. It's not swerving. It's watching for traffic. It's not running into anything. You could probably just not get a DUI if you think enough to like. Set your car up to take you home. So what I'm hearing is what we need to do is start a car company, and we can call it Enabler. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. And it's just smart cars yeah. that are just basically just a roll cage. That's exactly right. That we don't yep. put people in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And no matter what destination you put in, it'll always take you through Taco Bell drive through on the way. Shit, dude. It's just <laughs> it's a moneymaker, man. Taco Bell drive through. Um <laughs> the, Oh. The tagline's going to be, nobody will know. Nobody will know. Oh, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, why That's not? the next big or thing. Or just have it in there. Just have like a vending machine inside the car. Yeah. Like, just swipe your card. Yeah. You know, pay 30 bucks for a bag of just plain Lay's potato chips. <laughs> like, oh, salt. No shit. Yeah. 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 It seems you had a hard time finding the door handle. Would Shut you like up, another you <laughs> shot of whiskey and some potato chips? <laughs> yes, while I, I would. take you home. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you're handsome. She just didn't know. Are we writing a Black Mirror episode right now? I think, I think so. Be. Yeah. Good so way. You to don't do even it. have to go to work because the robot's going to go to work for you. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, because you don't have a job, you're going to have so much free time. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with yourself? Well, you go do look traffic for a job. studies because you're not going to be able to do that because the robot does it for you. No fucking point, right? You go to the bathroom. No, the robot already made you go to the bathroom already. Maybe you should go Stuck buy a some records. robot probe up there and <laughs> you know vacated your bowels. You've already peed, sir. Jesus. So I guess you could go buy some records. You could. You could um, maybe go down to, it wouldn't be Ernie November's anymore. It would just be, let's call it November's. Just Ernie. Ernie. No, yeah, Ernie won't exist. Yeah, Ernie won't be there. It'll just be a robot. Er- Ernesto 2000. You've been programmed in your brain to go down to Ernie's at a certain point and buy records. Or or Oxford Antiques. Wow. Fantastic record selection. Or Smiling Dog. Might run into AJ there. You could. AJ buys records he does that's what i've heard he does have you heard about this i have i don't know if we've ever talked about this actually but uh, i don't think we have i know he's AJ. got a concert uh this upcoming week that's true at the, at the pub station if the you, glory days the glory days if you're interested in uh bruce springsteen songs that all bruce going springsteen to be yeah. um a lot of todd rundgren um yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of, uh, of thunder road he's just gonna play the entire thunder road record <laughs> beginning to end <laughs> I thought it was Rattle and Hum by U2. That's weird. It could I be. Must have read the might have been Joshua thing. Tree. Yeah. I don't know. I must, might have misread the flyer. Nobody knows. No, it's just a lot of, uh, yeah, early 90s emo. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be very good. Go down there and watch that. Don't fucking miss it. Also, Christmas Light Ride, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Started Pioneer Park at 6 o'clock. I didn't say that. You didn't hear it here. Nobody has organized this. If you get in trouble. Trouble for what? Just being an American in in America, yeah, celebrating. Oh, freedom. I'm sorry. That's right. Fuck you, robots. Absolutely I'm right. I'm gonna ride my bike. The robots might find out. Robots, we're not doing this. The robots already know because we voluntarily give this information out on the internet constantly. I think, I think they told us to do this. You think they did? I think so. Oh I think God. the robots are already in control. 
Yeah, we think we're in control. No. We are writing a Black Mirror episode. I think we're in one. Jesus. That would be a good Black Mirror episode where they're writing a Black Mirror episode, and then it turns out that that was the episode. 